0: and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner.
1: Hello everybody. Welcome back to another pure victory podcast. Braden Hafner here. Crossing me is of course, Matt Klein. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, that's that's how he, every time that he gets introduced, that's what happens. I don't know. It's just, it, <laughs> just in the spirit, just God <laughs> throws you know sprinkles or whatever. Uh, I is. don't. I've actually heard it. It's it's creepy, but hey, man, that's that's each to his own. Yeah. Not a goof. <laughs> uh, anyways, we are back, guys, for part four of this great series called Path Out of Porn, and today we are talking about lifelong growth. So last week we talked about healing in community. The week before, we talked about getting honest, receiving forgiveness, and then before that, part one was awareness of the problem. So if you haven't heard any of those before, start at part one and, and join us again here at part four when you've listened to the other other ones. So this week is an exciting one because we're wrapping up kind of some of the steps. And again, our heart behind this was to give you kind of a clearer picture of a pathway that you can take move out of freedom and these are tried tested and true practices and important things that we need to insulate our lives with uh, in regards to getting out of porn and this is something that we've learned out of our own experience but the experience of others as well too so we encourage you to again listen to these and uh, apply these steps that we're providing for you so lifelong growth we're going to talk about this but uh, one thing I will say to get going on this is that once you get porn out of your life, that's not just the end goal. <laughs> you know, our goal is in life is not to just be porn free. I think that would be a pretty bleak outlook on our lives. Our life outlook is to grow, and I, so I thought that was what Jesus, Jesus came porn. to make sure everybody could be porn free. <laughs> was not his end goal. <laughs> you need to read your Bible a little bit more, I think. But yeah has, you know, he wants us to be free from porn. <laughs> but, but anyways, um, but I think it's really key that we have something to fill that void so once we get porn out of our lives we are moving towards growth and healing and always more moving towards growth and healing because hey you know this is this is really the journey that we're on God wants us to become more like him um, as we journey in life and with others so this is the process of what this looks like Um, because really again our goal is not just to get porn out of our lives that's not the end goal no, we want to have an attitude to being a lifelong learner. It's funny. I, I was,
0: I, I never enjoyed school. It was, I, you know, what? I shouldn't say that. She recently,
1: my. You I, like gym. You like gym probably. I like gym.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I like, I had recess. Recess, and recess was my favorite. Recess, guess, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm not alone there. I don't think so. But uh, it was funny. My wife recently was saying how kids love school or school's fun or something. I was looking back. I'm like, hmm. I know, I don't remember it like that. I think to be honest I probably did enjoy elementary but kind of grew more and more disinterested as I got older <laughs> but it kind of turned me off to learning I'm like I, I don't like learning right <laughs> and then I got to be an adult and I'm like yeah, actually I love learning I just want to learn what I what will actually affect me not like all these different kinds of poetry that I'll never write again or think about after i get done grade nine english or whatever it is right so hey if that's your thing it's great but then you probably didn't need what you learned in science or whatever Mm so i just once i learn what actually will help me in life i'm like man i i could be a lifelong learner for sure so it's this attitude of being a lifelong learner and that's what that's what discipleship is i mean I, i love it in uh second corinthians three um Seventeen and or 18 one of those verses, it talks about just always being ever increasing into the image of God, into the the into this glorious image, which is interesting, right? Like we're made in the image of God, and then it says in Second Corinthians three that we're from glory to glory increasing into the image of God. So we're like, how does that work? But once sin entered the picture, we're no longer in that image. But God's like, no, I want to restore you back to who you are, and so I want to continually be growing you and and getting you into that image that I originally designed for you and so it's this attitude of like I'm never going to stop learning I'm never going to stop growing I want to continually be getting better continually looking more like Christ and we'll never quite get there on earth but we want that to be our attitude that we want to get there mm-hmm. and so this part four really starts with with that just understanding what Brad's saying the goal is not to get just porn free and then stop because we're probably going to slide back in if that's our goal that was my goal that was my goal the first time. And then I fell back in because I'm like, ah, oh, I'm porn free. And I never grew for two and a half years and went right back into it. Mm-hmm. And so if our goal is, hey, I want to I wanna use my struggle with with my sexual vice, not just porn, but with fantasy, masturbation, seeing people, whatever it is. I want to use that to really learn about myself, learn about my heart, learn about addiction, learn about how I can really actually live in the strength of God, learn about how to apply the bible to my life like if i can learn these things in the midst of my 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 sexual struggle then it starts you on this path of growth that hopefully will never end and so i think this step we're going to go practical a bit but it really starts with an attitude of just like hey i want to learn forever you know it's it's kind of funny i'm at the point now where i i'm not turned off to going back and taking courses, like from Bible Mm -hmm. colleges Mm -hmm. and just learning more about the Bible. I'm like, man, in a less busy season of life in our family, I'm like, maybe I'd be willing to do that because I just like learning.
1: Yeah, uh, me too. I mean, I think learning is such a a key part of us because, you know, like if we don't, we just grow stagnant. and, And what happens is usually we will drift or fade back to old rhythms and old patterns that we have in our life if we're not moving forward and we're not growing. And, you know, we need to learn with others because, often we we miss something. We don't see something. Maybe we have a blind spot in our lives. I know if you're married out there, you know you have blind spots because your spouse reveals them all the time and tells you sometimes, right? And uh, my wife's great for that and she does it in a loving way. I was, was going to say, <laughs> not, that, not that she's a nagging wife, no, right? No, she does not nag me, but she definitely helps me. Like she helps me so much and um, she, she points out things sometimes I'm not aware of. And so we need to be, we talked about community last week. Community isn't something that you just stop once you get porn on your life. It doesn't have an end goal of well I'm only using it for this point and then once it's everything's good I, I just stop and I go back to living alone. No, you need community for the rest of your life and we grow in our community for the rest of our life and this is no different. So a tangible step here is you need to still have community and it just changes and shifts but I know that Nick Stumble a few weeks ago, now you may not know who that is, we did mention him but he is the executive director of Peer Desire Ministries, one of the the best ones out there for sure that Matt and I are aware of, and he is still in a group. He's been free from porn for eleven years. He is still actively working and and, and serving and and engaging in group. And uh, if a guy like that understands the the power of that, you know, I think that says something for us too. You know, we need to be involved in in a group of some kind of community where we are learning about ourselves and learning about others and learning about life um, and, and, and with God and journeying with God as well if you're a Christ follower. So, so key. And it's really important because with porn, not only is it this behavior that we have, but there's all this underlying stuff that we're not aware of because often when we're in the midst of it, we only see the surface behavior. We only see looking at porn or masturbating, right? That's all we see. We don't understand that there's a life and a lifestyle that surrounds this. You know, it's very much like if you drive pathways on a, on a muddy road or whatever, it creates these ruts, right? And you have these ruts in your life that you have are deeply ingrained and, and often you're not aware they're there. But when you face something, you face maybe a bad emotion or a bad day, you fall into those ruts very easily because it's it's a pattern that you are you go to over and over and over again. So you need people in your life and you need to be learning and have an attitude of learning to learn about these things because they often tie way back in our life to past, to pain, um, sometimes even trauma or things that we've experienced so that, you know, porn is just simply the coping mechanism we use to deal with life. And once you get that out of your life, you have all this other structures that you got to kind of learn about and and move away from. So you need groups, you need community. And moving forward from that, it's
0: not just about you. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the Bible says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. It is for freedom that He set us free. He want, He set us free for the cause of freedom, so that we could take this and like take our freedom and what we've learned, and apply that and like like use that for the cause of freedom to to get freedom into other people's lives, to set help set other people free to share the gospel and the grace of God mm-hmm. for where He's brought you to and what He's brought you out of. To then go and impact people. And so one of the, I think, first things that we got to do when we're looking at moving forward from from our struggle is go, now, who can I impact? Mm-hmm. What can I... What can I do? Like what part of my story can I use to impact this person? What about this person? How can I impact people? Man, that's one of the most rewarding ways to to use our story and to grow in, in, in our healing process. Man, I, I'm so impacted often. Like I've honestly cried during our group sometimes. That's a... That's a. Uh, I'm a bit of a softy. My wife, especially my sister-in-law. My goodness, she bugs me about being softy. <laughs> That's a little sister for you, right? But <laughs> but my wife, she bugs me too. I'm a softy. I don't care. <laughs> and, uh, guys can cry. I've had I've I've had tears in one-on-one coaching sessions for sure, but I've had tears often in groups too. When when in the times that it comes is when I see them impacting each other. And I'm like, man, this is what it is. Like these people who are broken coming for help and now they're impacting each other by sharing their stories. It just blesses me so much. And so we need to look, how can we be in lifelong growth? Well, by continually looking to how can we impact people? Because if we want to impact people, we got to continually be growing and learning and we can't be stagnant. And I know for me, and it's probably true for you, Brad, and for everybody who teaches, when I teach, when I lead, I learn so much. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of my favorite parts, honestly, of like preaching and speaking and putting together lessons is like the revelation I get and like, oh man, this makes so much sense now that I'm teaching it. I have to explain it. And so I better understand it, right? Mm-hmm. And God just use that and he, and he shows us things. And so if we can have this attitude of, man, lifelong growth includes impacting people. And then you're always looking for opportunities to serve others and to, to operate in that cause of freedom that Jesus wants us to live in. It's pretty powerful.
1: Yeah, really well said. Yeah, you, you need to have that mentality of you're going to be learning from others, but then as you're giving back, they're learning from you. But the amazing thing is that you learn so much through that. And it's just incredible. Like when my wife and I, when we mentor a younger married couple, it's incredible because we always look at each other and we say, Hey, you know what? We were telling them this and it challenges us. Right. Like we, we have to do that too. And we have to be working with them and, and, you know, we can't tell them to do something or, or encourage them or help them in this area if we're not exploring that as well. So it, it kind of puts you in that position where you, You are learning and challenged in the process as well, too. That's why relationship is so important. And when you give back, that's a byproduct. Like you're helping some other people, but you're helped as well, too. And you're growing and you're maturing as well. So you're you're so vital and so important in, in helping others, too. But the beautiful thing is, yes, it helps you in a byproduct as well. So... You have something to give here, and you may have never have thought of yourself to be in a position like that ever because you're like, well, I have this shame, this guilt. I feel like I don't have worth. I'm struggling with porn. You don't see the skeletons in my closet. Well, you know, that's all lies, really. God wants to use you and has a purpose for you. So part of the step that forward in this and the lifelong growth is that not only are you learning from others, but you're you're serving and in helping others in, in their journey as well too. That's really key. So what does that look like for you? I mean, that could be part of a small group through your church, that could be, you know, local, you know, community groups that you're involved with, or you know, mentoring a um, couple. Uh, you know, like if you're a married couple, married, mentoring another couple. Or, there's so many avenues to do this and serving. And volunteering and helping out, and um, we can break that down even more. But really, what we're talking about is the attitude here, you know, of actively involved in this.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of being in a posture like a like a humble posture, right? You know, the the humility of Jesus is different than what we think of humility as, because so many of us are like, oh man, humility is saying like, oh, I don't, like, how could I be used? Like, I I want to be humble and I want to be. You know, I don't. I don't want to like put myself out there and make myself look like uh, I'm the one that has to impact people. Or I don't know. I may be going on a rabbit trail, but like humility in Jesus' eyes is like absolutely being totally assured that God is speaking through you and you can impact people. So humility actually like makes such an impact. False humility. That what I'm really trying to say is like some people are like why why would God use my voice to be able to speak to people and it appears humble. It's actually not. It's false humility. Mm -hmm. Humility in Jesus' eyes is like having the power of God shine on your darkness and being willing to share that with people. And so you don't need to exalt yourselves. You don't need to like look for platforms. Braden was jealous just telling me that he turned down a speaking opportunity at this big, one of the biggest churches in Edmonton. And I'm like, man, you know, you're a big deal when you turn down speaking opportunities like that. But, um, but really it's, it's, to be honest, I was bugging him. It's more humble. It's more humility. You just going, you know, like this isn't actually best, best for us and for our marriage and, and that's where we're at, but. They know that they're impacting so many people and couples in their, in their ministry. And so being like looking for impact is not always looking for specific situations or public situations where you can impact people. Sometimes you just invite your neighbors over. I know Brad and Kristen, you guys are, you're good at that and just like talking to your neighbors and getting to know your neighbors. And that's a way that we can look to make an impact in our life. Man, it does something to other people. It does something to us too. It just like fills our heart. It fills our fills our, our joy tank, our love tank, right? Like people when they lead groups for me, uh, in Pure Freedom Journey, they're like, "Man, this is like making me come alive. Like I feel alive," and I feel it the same way. So, mm. that's a huge part of it. Um, yeah. And there's this leader, and I'm not gonna say his name. Some people wouldn't know him, but some people would. And but a national leader, and he was saying that like he's ministered for years on what it is and like family dynamics and healthy relationships. And part of that was, was uh, about honoring moms and dads. And he's like, I've preached Matt, I've preached on this like over and over. And he's like literally 30 years into my ministry. God said to me, you don't know how to honor your parents. And I was like, what? Mm. And so we don't need to be perfect to, to to impact we don't need to be perfect and have it all together but what I loved about what that guy said was that he wasn't trying to impress me by saying hey I have it all together this is why I can impact he was like this national leader he's 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 known by people and still he's going I'm learning right like God is showing me things and I have this attitude of just being a humble learner always and using that to then impact people And so wherever you're at, you want to have this attitude like, I'm always going to be learning. I'm going to be learning about me and about God and looking for opportunities to use what I'm learning to impact people.
1: Mm -hmm. Our connection points with with God and others is really where our ability to do these things, because to be honest, there's times where engaging with people and community isn't the top of my list sometimes. You know, I don't feel like it. I just... You know I feel maybe a little bit down in the moment or I just oh I'm tired I don't want to do it or you know whatever the excuse I yeah,
0: just is. want to go eat ice cream and do curls
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> same time yeah yeah eat ice cream cur- is counterproductive that's right? how you get arms like that <laughs> Yeah, that's right <laughs> yeah it's uh, healthy ice cream but anyways <laughs> I think that is really key that we build connection with God because out of that flows our desire to to engage with others really I um, and it, it overcomes those those times where maybe we just we don't want to put that time in we don't want to put that effort in that's so key for us and often you know a step here that we're talking about is, is that people have a hard time with this It's like well how do I best connect to god how do I grow in my relationship with god when it maybe it isn't something that i have i've tied into or maybe i've never even explored this at all maybe those listening here you you haven't really you know learned about jesus or followed him And, you know, one of the things that I would encourage you is maybe go back and listen to, we have a podcast on this, episode 40 and 41. Um, I would love to break down more of it here, but I think really, you know, go back and listen to this because we we give it way more uh, of an in-depth look um, in those two podcast episodes about how to best connect to God and what that means. So go check that out because it's so important, you know, learning how that, and because that really helps us in learning how to engage and connect with others as well, because it flows out of that.
0: Yeah, those those episodes are ways to connect with God and how it applies to your your porn use and then mm-hmm. developing intimacy with Jesus. And so those are really really powerful ones. But um, we wanna we wanna really just encourage you to develop habits and prayer habits with the Bible, things like fasting, things like worship. Like how do you apply these things to your life and just continually be growing be growing in them, man. Like in John Ford says that the, that the Father is looking for worshipers on earth. It, that's impacted me probably probably I'd say for seven years and I always think about it and I'm like am I a worshiper I want to grow and being a worshiper
1: mm-hmm.
0: have that be my identity not just worship on Sunday but like my identity part of it is like I'm a worshiper and like I can't sing I'm a terrible singer but I can still be a worshiper right so but the point is like I look at that in these these spiritual disciplines I'm always trying to grow I'm like, how, how can I make the Bible come alive more? Like, how can it be more exciting for me to read? How can I like really dig in? What more can I do in prayer? Like when I hear about different ways that people connect to God in prayer, I'm like, oh, that sounds sweet. I want to do that. And so then I want to teach on that because I learn it because I'm, I'm like inadequate. So then I learn a new way to be a little bit better and then I can teach on it. So it's like, like being a lifelong learner is a way that you can impact people, but I just really encourage you that if you're struggling with a sexual addiction, like, man, what an opportunity. And you're like, opportunity? Like, yeah, what an opportunity to learn all of this stuff that you haven't been applying. What an opportunity to learn about trauma in your heart and how it's affected you and how you can get totally healed from it. Mm -hmm. Like, what an opportunity to learn intimacy with Jesus in a way you've never learned. Because it's highlighting that those things are Lacking, like intimacy is lacking, or trauma is taking over, or lies that you've believed. Maybe you haven't even identified what those are. Now you can identify those and then use that to impact other people. Mm-hmm. And so, what an opportunity that you have right in front of you if you're willing to take it to work on this stuff and get get porn out of your life.
1: Yeah, and one thing I'll mention too about um, the trauma component as well: if you do have past sexual trauma, abuse, any other kinds of addiction, not just porn what we would say to you too is a step here is that sometimes we need a little bit added further professional help in some of these areas it's still important to be a part of the groups that we talked about it's still important to have your accountability and all those things but sometimes you know we, when we we need a little bit of that professional help to help break down some of these things so we would encourage you to look into that as well because there, there is a role to play for those um, in our lives if we have say you know, like I said sexual abuse in our past yeah. you know these aren't things that just go away we need help sometimes and, and we need professional help sometimes to deal with these things so we would encourage you to look into that as well a lot of it is touched on in our groups though and in our, our personal accountability and that helps immensely but it's just again I think I think it's always great and wise to look for added layers of help um in our lives and this we, i just wanted to give that uh, put a pin in that for us here if that is you and we encourage you in that cuz we've seen people have freedom through through getting help uh, professionally in some of these areas and we encourage you please do if if that's that's you
0: man i'm just feeling it on my heart right now that you don't it doesn't have to wreck your life like you can really get over this stuff mm-hmm like trauma is so devastating sometimes, but it's undealt with trauma that, that affects us for a lifetime because actually God can do something with trauma that it's not like you forget it, but he can use it for, for good and, and help you to heal by helping other people. So if you're stuck and you've got th- something in your life, you haven't shared or you haven't got help with, oh man, I, I, like as Braden's talking, I'm just feeling such like, like a, like hope or like, and angst, like I'm just encouraging you, like you can do this. It doesn't have to keep you down forever. No. And so it's part of just being a lifelong grower, a lifelong learner, always growing in your life. And one kind of last thing that we want to touch on is, is it's really um, helpful to have mature people in your life, to seek out mature people. And this is kind of like a, an attitude or a posture a humble humble posture to have in your life because often a lot of relationships don't last forever like accountability relationships or even mentorship relationships but just having an idea like i'm always going to have people in my life who are speaking into me Mm -hmm. it's going to be like you could even call it a non-negotiable um that that i'm going to have people who are older than me or that have been through situations that i've that i'm currently going through or Maybe it's somebody who's younger, but they've just like, they've studied this stuff more that like the stuff that you need to work on. And so you always want to have people who are ahead of you in life and in, in life situations speaking into you. And that's mm-hmm. just, I mean, that's very biblical to have that. And and that's something that Brad and I, we both have that, but also we're both going, maybe we could have that more yeah. because there's, there's different seasons in life where we've had certain things and we're like, oh, maybe. Maybe we got to have even more people around us or more people speaking into us we have each other and we, we definitely both have other people as well that are older and been through things but but it's such a safety and a security that we have so being part of lifelong growth that's such an, el- an element that's so important
1: yeah, it's really, all this is really about not um, accepting the status quo that um, our culture and our world has has set up for us. That, yeah. you know, you you get to a point in life of adulthood and quote-unquote maturity, and then you coast out the rest of your life. I mean, that just sounds so bleak. I, I think that really, you know, I love that, being a lifelong grower. We need to be always moving in, 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 in towards something, otherwise we will drift we will drift um, uh, far away from maybe what our priorities are, far away from maybe what we, we set up as boundaries in our life and the relationships that matter most to us because life does not give us allowance to, to just stat, be status quo. It really doesn't. It, it, it moves us in ways we never thought possible sometimes in, in bad ways. So we have to be proactive in life. And that's what we're saying. The path out of porn and lifelong growth is a proactive pathway. You always need to be seeking and looking um, for growth and, he, and learning opportunities. And we're not talking, when we say learning, you might be thinking, oh, I got to go back to school or college or whatever else. Hey, that could be part of it. But what we mean is journeying with others and learning from others, learning from God, learning as you read the Bible um, and, and growing in those areas and relationally as well. You need to those av- avenues in your life to just move towards health because, you know, to be honest, yeah, we we drift towards unhealth. I mean, it's just the way that we're kind of wired. We don't move um, towards where we want to go. We have to actually make, like, uh, I mean, naturally, we don't move naturally. We got to actually make the choices, and so we can't we can't just assume that status quo is going to get us there. We have to make these choices, and and that's really what your your step here is: have an ongoing plan for growth in your life, an ongoing plan. Um, It's not going to happen on its own.
0: Yeah, so we hope that that makes
1: sense. We hope that that encourages you and spurs you on to
0: to take action in some of these things and just to kind of view learning for the rest of your life as something that's exciting. Like imagine being a person that's even better than you are now. I mean, it's like, Oh, I could be better. I could have arms like Braden one day. Like, Oh, <laughs> let's do it. I want to, I want to be a life. You brought that
1: back. Hey, eh? Oh my, <laughs> oh, I thought, thought that one was killed, but
0: all right. <laughs> oh no, it's back. It's back. <laughs> but yeah, you want to have this attitude and I hope that that's encouraging you to always be growing. So if you guys have been blessed by this series this little four-part series that we did we would love it and really appreciate if you were able to help out financially it could even be five bucks once five bucks a month it could be ten bucks um but anything that helps we do have expenses with the podcast and so we'd love to keep it going but that's uh just something that we're so appreciative of when when some of you reach out and you do give and you do donate so We're really grateful for that. If you're looking or wondering if you get a tax receipt, you get a tax receipt if there's 50 bucks or more that you donate in a year. So um, anyways, we are so thankful for you guys listening and whoever contributes as well. But we hope that this has been a really good blessing for you. Remember that if you want help, you can get group support in Pure Freedom Journey or the one-on-one freedom to impact coaching at restoredministries.ca. And thanks so much for being part of our tribe and going through this little series with us. God bless.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Klein.
0: We'll
1: see you guys next week.
0: Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.